So to answer your question, no, I have never tried boba tea. So not even fruit tea, Josh. <laughs> what? Not even fruit tea. That's like my that's my thing. Like you're always on TikTok like a... reviewing them. Yeah, I'm like a connoisseur. I'm a I'm an expert on the fruit tea in the area. I go to every boba tea place and try everything. Next time I'm in town, you should take me around. Absolutely. Because I need to get you cultured. Yeah, I know. I'm really <laughs> not cultured on the boba tea. Um, we love that for me. Bree, you're just sitting there judging me I'm, silently. Yeah, I'm silently judging you because, I mean, to be fair, I didn't try boba until like a few years ago, but it's amazing and I think you should try it. I feel like you wouldn't like the like tapioca balls though because you're picky about that. I don't know. You're, you're setting me up for a joke, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not <laughs> Go going to say it. Go ahead and nope. say it. Go nope. Ahead. We all know nope. what you're thinking. We know what I'm thinking. I'm not going to say it this time. So <laughs> what you're saying is I would not like putting the balls in my mouth. Is that what you're saying? Technically, <laughs> sure. Well, do you swallow the balls or... You chew them. Do you suck on the balls and then spit them back into the cup? No! <laughs> <laughs> you monster! Who does that? Ew! Yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless. Hey, besties. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Tea with Josh and Bree. We are joined today by the one, the only, Lydia. Hello. Lydia is here to bring the fun and fresh vibes. Uh, what are we all drinking tonight? You should start, Lydia. You're the guest. I'm going to bring something new to this podcast that no one has ever done before. I'm not caught up, but like I, I don't imagine anyone has brought boba yet, but I have boba tea, fruit boba tea, and it is delicious. It is a strawberry dragon fruit tea with chunks of strawberry and dragon fruit and a slice of orange, a little sprig of a like a green thing in there they always put in. It's fancy. Some ASMR for you. I am a big fan of of boba fruit tea y'all I, I i you're welcome for the representation <laughs> we appreciate the boba representation um i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> i'm drinking a salted caramel iced coffee again so i put it in this einstein bros cup but it's not actually Einstein Bros coffee. I just had these left over from a film set and I said, oh, I just need a tiny cup that I can just throw away so I don't have to do more dishes. And so I put them in here. Oh. That's it. That's it's, my story. Not not anything interesting, but it's there it iced, is. It's iced, you say? It's iced, yeah. There's it's ice iced in It's iced in a hot coffee cup? That's blasphemy. I know. Guys, I just whipped this together, okay? <laughs> I got home from grocery shopping. I was like, oh, crap. We have to do this podcast in a few minutes. So I whipped together some avocado toast because I'm a basic bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then I said, well, I have to have my caffeinated beverage for the podcast. And so then I whipped this together and I panicked and I put it in this cup, okay? I don't want the judgment, but I will say, even though it's a hot coffee cup thing, it's insulated so it's staying cold so honestly i don't even understand where this judgment is coming from because if anything it's smart work smarter not harder no judgment josh i just i think it's interesting i'm judging (laughs) (laughs) Bree's judging me hardcore yes yeah what are you drinking tonight Bree? 
not coffee or tea, so I broke the rules again. I'm drinking AHA, uh, the blackberry lemon flavor. It's the only thing that I had in my fridge. That's okay, a trash flavor. I'm sorry. Well, it's the only thing I had in my fridge, so, you know. I wanted to try it out, and it's been in there for, like, I kid you not, a couple months. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because it's a trash flavor, and so it's always the last one left. Peach and honey is the best one. I'll stand by it. Um, wait, I need to get my list out. I made a quick a quick list. I did say I had something to share with you, Brie, but I was going to wait till the podcast to share it with you. Yeah, you left um, me in suspense. I did. Um, well, first, so Lydia, do you have any coffee or tea to share with us? Well, you pick what we start with, coffee or tea. Um, let's start with the good coffee. So I go first for coffee? Yes, go for it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Well, one of my coffees I have two is that I got to keep my kitten with me for two days. Um, I'm adopting kittens, uh, two that I had um, rescued from my backyard. And she, uh, her caretaker was going out of town for the holiday, so I got to keep her for a couple days. But unfortunately, um, she has some health complications. Both of them do. um, So I had to give her back and... She's in good hands right now, but it was a nice two days. Um, and then my second coffee is that I bought an iPad on Black Friday. I am caving. I'm becoming an Apple girly. Good. <laughs> oh, Join <God>. us. <laughs> Wait, okay. But you do like art. Like you draw. Mm-hmm. That's like the reason I wanted to get it. I want to do some digital art. But don't worry, Josh. I still have a Samsung phone just like you. Like I but I do want to be kept in the loop of like the group chats that all these Apple people are like raving about and like Apple games or whatever. Yeah, cuz Android doesn't have that. You know no. what's so funny? Okay, now that we're going on this argument again. One of the things <laughs> on my list and I was going to say this was my coffee was the fact that Google's going on the offensive and like making things compatible because Apple is at fault. Long story short, Apple is the reason why texting sucks between iPhone and Android. And basically, we finally have reactions to messages. And not to mention, I see when an Apple user reacts to my message. Like if they react to my message, I see the the little emoji pop up. I used to get a text message. Now it's the emoji pops up. Haha. Now I can react to messages, but of course, immediately when I got the feature, I started spamming Brie with reactions because she gets a text message now every time I react. You know, <laughs> iPhones get the message. So it's hilarious because I was like, I immediately started texting all of my my iPhone friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like five people because I don't have that many friends. And like immediately wanted to get the reactions. So I like immediately went into like the group chat with... Um, Brie, Mariso, Nicole, and I, we have this little group chat, and I, I started spamming in there, and they go, and then Brie immediately is like, who gave Josh reactions? <laughs> <laughs> and then I started I started texting Nathan a bunch of reactions, and he goes, you got to quit that, because I'm getting a text message every time you do that. <laughs> and I was like, that's right. How does it feel? Turn so, the tables. <laughs> yep. How the turn tables. <laughs> so anyway, that just brought me a lot of joy, seeing y'all's pain. Looking it at wasn't you, that much pain. I mean, we get notifications every time someone reacts anyway. It's just annoying when you're in the group chat and, like, saying something. And then we get Josh reply, like, hard eyes or whatever to this message. Yeah. And it it's sticks annoying, the entire it? message. Yeah, it'd be nice if Apple made things compatible, huh? 
Would no, be nice. it's just Android that finally caught up to Apple's standards with the reactions. Actually, no, I'm not having this fight here. But um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't like. I will whatever. fight you to the bitter end. I don't care about it enough to fight you. I know, so. I know. Lol. Okay. Well. Anyway, so that was that was kind of my coffee of the week was just making Brie upset. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was um, so upset. I started crying. She did. Just utter sobbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just every time I got a text. Ugh, Josh again. How could he do this to me? Did you have to put your phone in rice to, like, dab yeah. away the tears? Yeah. Yeah, I started, like, smoking. Like, my fire alarm went off, and it started just smoking my phone. That's, that's awfully dramatic. Yeah. The mm. fire department had to come and put it out. Oh, my God. See what you I don't did, know how to Josh. respond to that. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wait. So Bree and I were playing Minecraft the other day, speaking of fire alarms. And then Bree just like goes, "Oh my god, what?" and like just leaves like our chat. We were like chatting playing Minecraft, and then she just like gets up and leaves. And I'm like, "What's going on?" And it, I thought her house was getting broken into. Like my mind immediately went to like the worst-case scenario, like she's about to fight off somebody like with her bare hands and come back to like on camera like bloody and like like panting out of breath or something but no it was just a yeah. fire alarm went off and she freaked out yeah. and i was like okay this seems awfully dramatic i changed but... the battery earlier in the day and then i don't know i guess it was just sensitive or it like just booted up or i don't know i don't know what happened but it went off and i got freaked out but i fanned it a little bit and everything was fine so you know sensitive fire alarms and speaking of things that can set off fire alarms a word from our sponsor <laughs> light a fire candles (laughs) do you really have a sponsor is that where you got no well okay (laughs) yes and no (laughs) go ahead take it away josh you're the one who segued into it all right we would like to promote 1521 candle co they are our first sponsor we are so excited Bree's family started a candle company they make beautiful amazing smelling candles they might taste good but don't eat the wax um but they smell as good as they probably would taste (laughs) did you write that (laughs) did you write that script (laughs) they're gonna like they're gonna be like you guys cannot talk about our candle company on the podcast anymore because we just can't ever come to a consensus don't eat the candles but you don't eat them. them but you can smell them deeply like just a really good whiff just the just inhale inhale. that's right (laughs) anyway yes so if you would like an awesome candle for the holiday season they also have fall scents so if you want a wintry holiday themed scent or a throwback to the fall times scent then they are both available on their website now and more flavors more flavors more scents coming soon so anyway, yes. sh- shout out to 1521 Candle Co. for sponsoring our podcast. Is it 1521candleco.com? Yes, I believe so. T. Okay. Well, anyway, so shout out to Bree's family for A, making an awesome candle company, but then also sponsoring our podcast. Well, okay, but my tea, though. Wait, okay. My tea, though, is what I didn't share with you the other day. And that was, okay, so Nathan and I, I was hanging out with Nathan and we were like, oh, we want to watch something. We found this documentary on Peacock called I Love You, You Hate Me. 
And you might be like, oh, is that about Barney? Well, yes, it is. And it's about the rise and downfall of Barney. And you might be like, Josh, really? You guys spent two hours watching like this two-episode documentary? Yes, I did. Craziest thing. You might be like, that's like so weird. Why would you watch that? It was literally the most intense doc I've ever seen. It involved white supremacists. It brought in like the other craziest thing, like people like shooting Barney with guns. Like it turned into like, I was like, I didn't realize the Barney hate was like so deep. But like, I mean, I'd heard the song as a kid, like, oh, let's get together and kill Barney, like that song. But like, I had never, you, Brie, why do you look so confused? You never heard that? No. I love you. You love me. Let's get together and kill Barney. Anyway, it's a nope. thing. And I went to private Catholic school and I heard this song. <laughs> I lived under a rock. Just kidding. I don't know. I I liked Barney, so maybe I just shut it out of my head when I anyway, was a little kid. I don't know. Literally, it was the wildest doc. I highly recommend. It was so tea. It was so tea. Like, was it the people behind Barney or the people, like, the audience that were involved in all this white supremacy and stuff? Oh, oh there was, um, it, it, it connects in terms of, like, how Barney teaches kindness and how, like, people like that hated Barney were not understanding the lessons behind Barney Mm -hmm. and then it connects to that but I don't want to spoil how they connect it further but it's like so wild and like not to mention um they they follow the people behind Barney and how like they created it and like the rise of it but then as it became super popular and this like cultural phenomenon like how people kind of caught on to like how it's so kind and it's there's no cynicism it's everything's perfect and people like hated that and then how, like, people let out their anger on Barney because he represented this, like, perfect, could do no wrong, has no flaws kind of character. And, like, people hated seeing that. So, anyway, I recommend the doc about Barney. That is my tea. Well, speaking of shows, um, I watched Wednesday on Friday, a couple days ago. Um, it just came out. Like, I think it literally came out Friday. And my sister and I binge-watched it instead of going Black Friday shopping because we were feeling introverted and didn't want to go out. Um, So we just watched that, and it was actually pretty good. A little campy in some areas. CGI was not the best. But, uh, like, it's, like, about the Addams Family, but, like, Wednesday is, like, the daughter in the Addams Family. Um, So it was kind of cool to see, like, how they tied like, the lore of the Adams Family into, like, the plot of the show. Um, but also had to do with, like, uh, like Tim Burton. Tim Burton directed it um, a few episodes. Or I don't know if he was a show, showrunner a lot or not, but he definitely directed a couple of episodes. So you have, like, that, like, vibe in there. They tied it to um, that one who is that author? I forget his name now. He's like a creepy author. Um, he wrote like, hold on, Stephen I'm gonna find it. No, not Stephen King. The other one. He's like, he. They named the Baltimore Ravens after him. He wrote the Raven, something about oh, Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Poe. Yeah, that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they tied him into the story too, because like. They went to, like, Wednesday ended up going to this, like, boarding school um, that, like, he graduated from or something. Um, and it kind of has, like, Harry Potter vibes, but, like, mixed with, like, the Adams Family, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Pretty interesting. Um, 
not a bad binge watch. It took us, it took us like five or six hours to binge watch all eight episodes. So, yeah. Lydia, do you got any tea? What's the tea, boy, sis? Boy, do I. And this is a story, so. <laughs> we love right. stories. I'm popping the popcorn. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so it's like, it's basically the tea is that my neighbor is upset with me. Um, so I'll just start from the beginning. Um, when I started, like, uh, catching the feral cats in my neighborhood, I first got, like, the, the, the family that lived, like, around my backyard, which included my kittens that I'm adopting. Um, uh, I noticed that the neighbor got a cat, and it's, like, a, it's, like, a whole thing. Like, I don't really know whose cat it is. I think it's, like, one of the daughters or something. I'm not entirely sure on, like, who lives in that house. Um, but she came around. She would get in the way a lot. She would, uh, try and eat their food, and they, she would try and go in the trap and stuff. Um, so it would, I would ask them, could you bring her inside for a little bit? Because I'm trying to feed them, or I'm going to trap one of them today. Um, and then it turned into just, like, okay, like, we're just letting her inside, because she's, she's a really sweet girl. We love her. Uh, me and my roommate just, like, we fell in love with her. Like, she's a really sweet cat. Um, and then, you know, like, after a while, like, it started getting cold, and, uh, we were a little concerned of like, okay, she's not really going inside. They don't, are they taking her inside? We would try to like let her out during dinner time and stuff, um, just to make sure she got fed and stuff. Um, and then we just like realized, okay, like I, I think she's like an outside cat. And then we just were, were like, okay, let her in at night, let her spend the night. Um, and we really bonded with her. It kind of felt like she was our cat in a way. Um, while also knowing she's not ours, like, we, like, I don't know, we just cared enough about her that we wanted her inside when it was cold and to feed her, you know, when she was around, um, and then on Wednesday, the day before, um, Thanksgiving, I let her out, and she always, like, hangs around, but she didn't come back, she didn't come back that night, she didn't come back the next day, the entire time me and my roommate are worried, looking for her, calling out to her, taking walks around the neighborhood, um, that night that she went missing, or she went missing during the afternoon, um, I saw the neighbor, and it's kind of, I don't know the situation, I don't want to pry, but I think they are in the stage of moving out, so I think, like, a a couple weeks before, we noticed that nobody was really home ever, so we were like, did they leave her behind, which led us to, you know, like, keeping her in more, thinking, okay, if no one's coming back for her, we'll just let her stay with us. Um, so I saw the neighbor, one of the neighbors, I, it's like a family, I guess. And I asked her, I was like, are you going to take her? And she said, yeah, yeah, I will. And I said, okay, well, if I find her first, I'll let you know, let me get your number. If you find her first, could you let us know? We do adore her. Like we want to know that she's like, okay, because we haven't seen her today. Um, so yeah, exchange numbers and everything. And then the next day it was Thanksgiving. It was hectic. I still, like, I, I would get up in the middle of the night to go look for her, like, open the door, maybe call out to her. I was also already up, like, checking on my kitten, because she's, like, she's, like, wearing a cone. I have to take it off and feed her and help her with stuff or um, a couple stuff, like, a couple things. Um, and then Friday came, and, of course, me and my roommate are stressed out. I'm crying a little, because... I feel a little, a little responsible that she is, like, gone, because I let her out, and 
you know, like I was the last person to see her. Um, and the entire time I'm texting this, one of the neighbors, you know, I'm, I'm texting her and she's not really responding anymore. I'm telling her like, okay, we were looking for her and this and that. Saturday came and my roommate's like, okay, let's go to the shelter just to check. I don't think she's there, but let's go check. So I text her and I say, we're going to the shelter and we're going to make flyers and put them out and everything. And then eventually I was like, could I just get the number of whoever is her owner? And she gave it to me. And then I sent a quick text just being like, okay, like we just put up flyers just to let you know, like she's been staying with us for the past like couple weeks. Um, assuming that everyone kind of, that they were all on the same page that like they knew that the cat wasn't with them, everything they were all like in communication with each other and this is after we had spent the whole day going out to the shelter print flyers um put them in like clear plastic things because it was going to rain walking around the neighborhood talking to people have you seen this cat putting him up um and after i sent that text i got a call and she was not happy (laughs) um not to say that she yelled at me but it was a negative response of like okay, well, you don't need to be looking for her because she's with me, because why wouldn't she be with me? And then saying, like, she's not neglected, this and that, thank you. Or not thank you, just ended the call, and then I was just in shock, like, oh. Like, the stress, like, fell off me of, like, oh, like, worrying this entire time of, like, is she okay? Glad to know she was okay, but I was just also, like, man, you're mad at me, like, (laughs) so part of me is, like, I think I said it in the wrong way. I should have asked first, like, is she with you instead of just assuming and maybe I said it in a way of like I'm taking ownership of this cat and like condescending but it is also kind of like man like I just we're just worried about her we care about her like y'all kind of left her here for some weeks and yeah so that's that I hope they don't move back in I hope I don't see them again but if I do I guess I'll, I'll try to apologize and try to clear it up but yeah it was awkward it was like Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you asked them where the cat was. They didn't tell you that it was with them. So yeah. then you assumed it wasn't with them and felt like you had to like put up flyers and stuff so it could be found. Mm-hmm. And then they come and tell you that they actually have the cat. So why are they mad at you when they didn't communicate with you unless they didn't know they had to communicate with you and they thought you knew they had the cat? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe they're just not communicating with each other. So it was kind of like, maybe I just stepped in and said like, hey, like we're looking for her. And she, that kind of like threw her off, threw her off guard of like, why are you talking to me about my cat kind of thing? So I'm trying to like find the like benefit of the doubt, give them the benefit of the doubt that like, but in the end I was just trying to help. I thought your cat was missing. I wanted to get your cat back to you. We care about her like, but yeah (laughs) yeah also she was like neglected and like left you know outside and stuff like that so like Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know i (laughs) i wouldn't feel bad like you were just trying to do the right thing you know can we backtrack to the fact that you catch feral cats and make them better we've talked about this very briefly but i'm like how did you get into this how Mm -hmm. how did you get into like deciding, you know what, I'm going to trap these cats and make them love me. <laughs> um, like, aren't they mean? Like, <laughs> cats are mean. 
Well, great questions. Um, I, yeah, it's definitely something I didn't expect to get into. It is because of those kittens, the kittens that I'm adopting, that I got into it. Um, when I moved into this place, I noticed that there were two stray cats walking around. I assumed that either they were just like strays or they were someone's outside cats. Um, but late summer, I, uh, me and my roommate saw the kittens in the backyard and it was like, oh my God, I knew a little bit about it. Like, uh, you know, when you get on TikTok and you like fall down rabbit holes of different things. I, before that had like fell down the rabbit hole of like TNR, which is trap, neuter, and release. And it's a really important thing, um, in this country, at least that, uh, we need to get feral cats fixed because they multiply like crazy. Um, and they will inbreed, which are what my kittens are. They are inbred because they have birth defects. Um, and a lot of ferals come in with like health issues. They need, um, surgeries and everything. Um, so yeah, upon seeing the kittens, I was like, okay, I don't want them out there. I I want them in a shelter. Luckily I got in contact with a great shelter that does TNR. I borrowed traps and, um, I like... I got them to trust me in a way by like going out there and thankfully that they were already ready to be like lovable um and loved uh, but it definitely takes socialization it's a really a toss-up because uh, they were kind of late to be uh socialized it's possible that they could have just been feral it takes a lot for fully feral cats to be socialized like a lot of effort time and money um but if you get them young, easily they'll be domesticated. Um, and sometimes even full adult ferals will just decide they're like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And they're really chill with, um, <laughs> with they're like, people. I'm done with this. They're like, this yeah. is not the life for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So like after I got my kittens, cause I knew that the, there's a blind one. She, um, she was very clearly blind. Like the first day I met her, like threw chicken over the fence like cooked chicken and she was like oh what the fuck like chicken ready from the sky oh i'm not allowed to cuss <laughs> you can cuss it's okay okay we're gonna so, like, amplify the curse words so, oh, like, <laughs> okay. so we're gonna amplify them so that it like it's like crunchy where it's like okay. yeah exactly only on the curse words though so everyone makes sure they hear it okay uh-huh. cool cool i'm um, kidding we're not gonna do that i'm sorry please okay. tell your story i'll stop being yes. annoying okay fine <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, uh, uh, very clearly they needed medical attention. Um, the other one as well, she also had a similar birth defect, but she's not blind. Um, and then I was like, I don't want any more kittens back there. So the next one was to get the mother. She was definitely feral. There was no changing her. I mean, you could always, but it would take a lot of resources that like some shelters just do not have. Like, we're just trying to like get them in and out, get them fixed. Um, and then I got their supposed dad because one of them looks like him. Um, so yeah, like he was very frail too. He had to get his tail amputated. Just like a lot of them come in sick and messed up and they need like further help. And yeah, basically the goal is to get them fixed and tip their little ears so that everyone knows that they're fixed. You don't need to trap them again. They're just out there. Like ideally all cats would be domesticated and indoors, but since they grow so rapidly and they become like feral animals, just like you want to like minimize the population as much as possible. I was not expecting this full science lesson and I love I, that I got it. <laughs> like in every way possible, like that's so awesome. That's that wild. Makes sense. Bro, mm-hmm. these cats yep. just be out there 
sucking and (laughs) (laughs) yes elaborate (laughs) cats just out there going at it 24 7 and they don't care with who they'll do it with uh their relatives yeah Yeah. well sweet home alabama right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Mm. i'm trying to think about what else happened in my week it's thanksgiving y'all's thanksgiving's good anything yeah any family drama no no family drama <laughs> yeah same yeah no it was uh chill i played Catan for the first time i've never played it it's a pretty solid game the best part though is that what i didn't realize is like players like have to trade with each other so like you try to make deals with other players to get the resources you need to build stuff so like it, it, it it's like people will trade with you because like they need stuff too but like the only problem is you're kind of at the whim of how the dice get rolled on like whether or not you get resources to begin with and then you have to keep trading whatever resources you get by chance to like with other people so like if you are get a string of bad rolls like you you, you might not get enough resources to really progress so it can suck but hopefully like the die dice rolls are like decent but it was like it was pretty fun i was like i can see why it's like a really popular board game because like it's pretty low barrier to entry pretty straightforward and like there's interaction where, like you get to be like will you trade two wheat for two sheep <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like there's that and if you're playing with competitive people it can be like kind of extra fun where you're like come on please like give me a rock <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so anyway yeah i miss board game nights i haven't played a board game since the last last time mm-hmm. we had board game night proceed to my my regularly scheduled comment where i say that brie left me moved away because better job opportunities came up god forbid she takes care of herself so <laughs> Now here we Don't are. Don't mock me. <laughs> you never visit. Okay. I have visited you once. You have not visited me once since you moved. So, again. I was thinking about visiting you this weekend, but then I found out that I have to work. So, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. To bring the conversation back to Lydia's feral cat dilemmas. That is just the most random thing ever spoken on this podcast. And I just would like to say that I think you win an award. So future guests, if you're listening, just know you have to top that. Because we have to get clicks. (laughs) Josh is a dog person. How is your dog? Oh, my dog is doing fantab. Um, I've learned that he, we, well, not me because I don't actively live with him, but my parents are working to reduce his anxiety in many situations because he is half German Shepherd, half Golden Retriever. Sorry, I forgot the name of that dog for a second. And so he's a Golden Shepherd. And the thing is, the friendliness in him comes from the Golden Retriever. But the more attack, destroy side of him (laughs) is the German Shepherd. And so they're realizing he's, I like, they're realizing that like when he like reacts to other dogs sometimes negatively and stuff or like he kind of like 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 you're walking down the street and there's on one side of the sidewalk and there's somebody going the opposite way on the other sidewalk across the street like you'll see the dog and you'll probably want to go say hi to the dog but i think he's kind of got a more dominant personality so like sometimes he reacts negatively if other dogs don't 
decide to be like the submissive dog like when they like meet i don't know if that makes sense i get that yeah but i guess dogs can be like dominant have more dominant personalities so that's i guess how he is and so he can sometimes react negatively and so now they're realizing that instead of using like shock collar stuff like that kind of gives him i think a greater negative reaction because he's like oh when i see these dogs or i see those other dogs i don't like the feeling i get because of the shock collar or whatever we've used and nothing to like hurt him but just make him uncomfortable so he's like no don't do that and that might work with some dogs but for him we're realizing like they're gonna try this thing i guess where they um like throw treats on the ground to distract him when dogs are coming by or like when the mailman's coming by or like whatever and then that way it distracts him it's a lot of work because like you can't catch him every single time right like he's home alone a lot and will bark at people but that way like if there's some people in the neighborhood he doesn't like because he doesn't like certain people in the neighborhood that way he's not like super gross and aggressive with them or like at them and he'll like think like oh like when i see these people and i start getting anxious because like their anxiety spikes and then that's what causes them to lash out so like if they're not stressed and he's thinking oh i'm just it's fun treat time whenever somebody's coming by like whether or not he's actually getting the treat but he's conditioned to think like happy thoughts when that happens like it's like therapy for him yeah so it's kind of like interesting how that works so we'll see how that that works i love him i love your dog i used to pet sit him and he's just he's so funny like i yeah i remember he like really did not like the mailman like one time we were sitting on the front steps and he like dragged me to the mailman and like like slightly bit him and i was so (laughs) embarrassed like what we don't do that like what are you doing like this is so embarrassing mason's canceled (laughs) and he would eat grass and throw up yeah i think he learned his lesson not to eat the grass Mm. but he did that for a while did my parents know about him biting the mailman? Are they going to listen to this podcast and learn that for the first time? No, they knew. I was, like, really embarrassed, oh. and I was like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a fence now. Oh, with the front? So that, no, not in the front, but in the back, so that he doesn't run around the back. Because he used to, you'd be out in the backyard playing frisbee or something, and then he'd hear something and run out to the front yard, and you wouldn't know what he was running at. See, I wanted a German Shepherd, but now I kind of don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Is I have to train They're just it. aggressive and mean. Yeah. Well, okay, that's probably a generalization. There's probably some good German Shepherds out there, but, like... You just have to, like... They're attack dogs. Train them to, like... I don't know. I don't know. You just gotta be, like, military-style train them. And, like, I do not have that <laughs> type of... Yeah, can you see me being a drill sergeant? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine... He's serving. Like, yes, queen. Do them jump ropes. Like, do those jumping jacks. Or like, yes, queen. Like, serving <laughs> our country. Serve. Serving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a short film idea. We need to write that script. <laughs> serving our country. That's a TikTok. Wait, speaking of fun things, that fun things, Lydia, do you remember when we did that little? series way back when <laughs> i'm bringing us back yes we we <laughs> we we need to make that now like with an actual actor that's not you but you can write it okay lydia came up with this alter ego named chet c-h-e-t chet a fuck boy um 
who <laughs> is like living at home, has no future, whatever. And we basically made it into these like little short episodes. Like we made like a few episodes. And they're like dumb. I shot them on my phone. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew nothing about cameras. This was like the start of my film career, obviously. Um, but like it was just like us and like our friend Emily like in the backyard just like messing around and like we just came up with these dumb <laughs> like these really dumb like things. Anyway, they will never see the light of day. They have they I have them backed up. I wanna see them. I have them backed up. But I was basically I played the gay best friend. Um I wasn't out of the closet then, but I, I was basically like the gay best friend in the series. But I, I I was willingly the gay best friend, so don't cancel us people like I was willingly wanted to be that character because it was like then there was Chet, which Lydia played a man. And like we would like draw like a beard on her with like skin crayon stuff. I don't even know what it was. Lydia, what did we why did we do this? I, we look Josh, I can't, I can't say that what we did ever was amazing, but it was creative and it was always so fun. This is like I would always go to Josh's house during high school and he would be like, You wanna film something or like we would create something and it was always a good time i would wear your jacket um and like a backwards hat and like (laughs) and and crocs yeah yeah with a high nike socks (laughs) that was and like gym shorts and that was like your outfit (laughs) and then it was like that was chet caricature of a straight man uh, in high school uh uh-huh yeah, exactly. And then and then like the first episode opens up and if we ever make this into an actual like short film or like mini series that's like official official, it would have to be like the opening scene of the first episode was like the best thing we ever did. And it was like Chet's mom walks in on him trying to like roll a joint or <laughs> like he's actually vaping in the bathroom like inside and she like <laughs> opens up the door all aggressively and it's like what are you doing in there and then he gets grounded and then that's like the like what like spurs the rest of the series is like he gets grounded oh, yeah. and then he's like mad that he can't go out and do anything and so he's like stuck at home like getting into other trouble so, that's funny that's actually a good idea i would like i would yeah 10 out of 10 i forgot and brie you could be chet brie you could be I'm chet. not gonna be chet i'll be dp dp brie and I'll shoot the whole thing. Great chat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Literally though, Brie, you could play a man. I just gotta wear a You've backup. You've got like a deeper voice. Uh, backup, wow. Backwards baseball cap. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. But like, part of the charm was that you it was like very clearly like a woman playing a man. So I think if we ever made it serious, like a real thing we would still need to make like the outfit like not super convincing so that there's just this little layer of like it's campy <laughs> like they clearly didn't put the effort all you in need there. Um, but everything else looks beautiful it's good cinematography <laughs> beautiful everything else but like the outfit is just like, like it's clearly like lydia yeah. playing a man like, like that would be so funny i think we should do this i i know the audience may like not fully understand what we're talking about but like lydia and i were just super creative when we were younger and like just creating things and like obviously i didn't know what i was doing like that's kind of why i was into film like we just created stuff and now i understand more about cameras understand the process but we were producing stuff it was cool and like we made these like really dumb little like fuckboy me <laughs> videos i will say anyway, that yeah. josh he's always been so creative and cool 
and I admire you so much for that and I'm so like in awe like of course you're doing like amazing stuff now making films uh your career and again like nothing we've ever made nothing you've ever made Josh is embarrassing it's camp so let's say that (laughs) let's get that straight first (laughs) it oh no all right, no. let's see it. Let's see it, Josh. They're, let's see it. they're embarrassing. <laughs> Thanks, besties, for listening to this episode of Coffee and Tea with Josh and Bree and Lydia, of course. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to follow... Ugh, sorry, I had to burp. Okay. If if you want to follow you. the... Po- Thank you? Anyway, <laughs> so... If you want to follow the podcast online, you can. You can follow Instagram and TikTok. We're slowly building up our social media presence. You can follow it at the Coffee Tea Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Josh underscore Lemon Jerky. That's J-O-S-H underscore L-E-M-O-N-J-E-R-K-Y. Bree, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me at Bree the DP on Instagram. That's B-R-I-T-H-E-D-P. I do want to shout out uh, if you feel so inclined and you would like to support your local shelters, please do. Um, there are plenty of cats and dogs that need fosters, uh, permanent homes. Yeah, they are not funded by the government. They are all through donations and fundraising and all that. Bye, besties. Bye, Bye. besties.